Hello and welcome to another instalment of the very special Rock Sound Awards podcast powered by emp.co.uk. I'm Will Cross, junior editor at the magazine and the host of our regular weekly Friday podcast. Before we do anything else, in case you don't know, head to awards.rocksound.tv right now to pick up our Rock Sound Awards bundles. 10 limited edition covers featuring all 10 of our Rock Sound Awards winners, featuring exclusive interviews and photos and posters from their Rock Sound Awards shoots, 2018 calendar, Rock Sound Awards sticker, the top 50 releases of 2017, so, so much to get involved with, awards.rocksound.tv. Today, we've got another very special feature-length chat with another one of our very special winners. So this is the Real Alternative Award. So this goes to a band who have taken the power back into their own hands, essentially, and created something amazing in a DIY ethos and so, so inspiring. That award could only go to one band, really, couldn't it? While She Sleeps, returning with You Are We, the completely DIY third album, You Are We, building their own warehouse, their own studio, doing everything, taking it right back into their own hands and doing everything on their own again. We caught with frontman Lost Taylor to talk all about it. So uh, here we go. Lost Taylor, While She Sleeps, the winners of our Real Alternative Rock Sound Award, powered by emp.co.uk. I'd like to present to you and the guys the Rock Sound Real Alternative Award, which is basically a celebration of all things taking the power back and taking it into your own hands and going totally independent and finding like a lot of success, a huge success through that. And we feel that the URWE cycle, which has been such an amazing era and time, really encapsulates that. So with that in mind... Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Oh, man. Pleasure. Like, so with that in mind, how does it feel to have won the award? Well, well a bit... A bit gobsmacked, to be honest. I had no idea about it. So, yeah, absolutely wicked, man. Like, the fact that, you know, <coughs> excuse me, you know, we put the, um, we put the, Malby, the album out there in the first place and kind of it's always a bit of a tongue-in-cheek moment when you're sort of like, is this going to go down well? You know, <laughs> and sort of, and sort of waiting on seeing, to see how that would go down and the support that we got there was, was absolutely incredible. So we really feel like it was a, a hugely positive change for our band and um, and sort of, it, I think it's nice to put it out there in terms of you know letting other bands sort of that, that know us or know about us or up and coming bands that it's not necessarily always the the best route to go down to when you sign a big to to big companies or, or major labels or or taking sort of big sums of money and and I also just think it sort of proves to everyone that you know people like to stick it to the man and, and uh, prepare to get behind what they consider to be a good cause or. Or if a, if a band like ourselves would, does want to step out and go more independently, then it shows that people really want to get behind that. So the fact that sort of you guys have seen that and uh, you've sort of given us the award, if you like, then that that's sort of the icing on the cake for us, I guess. For anyone to recognise sort of a, a big achievement for anybody, no matter what it is, is, is always great. So thank you for that. It's a quite special really oh amazing no absolute pleasure i would say i mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean um, you are we you know as I say it's just been this amazing time obviously with the album going top 10 in the uk uh completely independently you know tours have been sold out across the board obviously you headline the pit at reading and leeds and kind of like what you've just said does it feel like people have really kind of stepped up and noticed this you know and that you've done it all independently and people have really kind of like paid attention to that I think so, yeah. I think the majority of people that we've spoken to about this album in particular and about the way that our band is trying to move forward is, has all been sort of based around that. People saying, I thought, it, I think it's amazing what you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to, you know, show other people that they can achieve as well. And I think also the, the way that the music industry is changing, you know, I think, I think it's, it's going to be a big thing for people in the future and bands in the future to try and 
put records out like this. Do you know what I mean? I think it, I think the proof is there that you know you don't always need that uh, major labels or or a lot of money to achieve something and, and sort of. If you've got a fan base behind you or people that are willing to help you with that, then it shows how much you can achieve without all that sort of, without sort of all that extra stuff. So, so yeah, like, you know, it, it's a huge achievement for us and the fact that we sort of, it worked out so well for us um, after all the time we spent trying to make it a special campaign. It does feel really, really special. And, and like I say, it was the biggest feeling that, that we got from it all is, is just, how how nice it is to feel like we do have a really strong fan base behind us that want us to continue as a band and continue writing and making music and that was sort of the most eye-opening thing because it could have always gone the other way so <laughs> so it's really nice to have that you know that core fan base behind us that, that really want us to to succeed and continue being the band that sort of they know we can be if you like amazing yeah because i spoke to matt a little bit about it actually on the show so we kind of we right. talked a little bit so if we go back to the beginning a little bit we talked a little bit about the brainwash cycle before all this kicked off um was that yeah. quite a difficult period because it sounded like you know you were maybe having to build things back up a little bit and especially given the really really high quality of that album was it a really frustrating period yeah i mean it's, it's, it's all like going from album to album in the first place is always pretty difficult you know like you write an album that people enjoy and then you're like well, this is all very well, but then the next time we have to write an album, we have to kind of either top it or write an equally an album that's equally liked by the fan base, you know. So it's always a tricky one. I always say to people, it's like doing a doing a painting, you know, like you could spend time on it and not show anyone and and feel like it's your best work ever, but then you reveal it to people and you know they could have a completely different view on what you've painted. So I always think an album is very much a, a similar concept to that, where you know you're hidden away for a little bit writing and you hope that people are going to like it. So the fact that people did like our album was amazing. And also coming from our first record, full-length record, This Is The Six, obviously I had a lot of complications with throat surgery and this and that, and a bit of a scary time there. So it did feel really good this time to go from one album straight into the next because we've never actually done that like, as a band. You know, We had one album, then a big time off, then brainwashed. So it's always been jumping around a little bit. So yeah, it was nice to roll two records in a row and and uh, yeah, we feel like we feel really strong. You know, we feel like we've come out the other side a stronger team and sort of a stronger unit there. And um, and yeah, I feel like we're just ready. You know, like we just obviously you have to take things as they come, and you can never predict what's going to happen. So we're just stoked to roll this uh, to roll you our way out straight off the back of of brainwashed. And uh, and yeah, it's been a really good cycle for us. Amazing. So there was was there a real fire in the belly going into you? Are we then like were the ideas really flowing pretty much from the get go? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the, initially, we started building our own warehouse and our own creative space. We, uh, right in the brainwash cycle, we were on the road like a lot, trying to write things and, and finish parts, and whilst, try, whilst trying to sort of achieve a very heavy touring schedule. So, so with this one, we'd already built sort of the HQ, uh, the warehouse that we were going to do the record, and that gave it such a nat- such a good, like, strong feel going into it. You know, we'd already chipped in together and built this sort of crazy space that when you stand back and look at it now, you're like, it was really daunting at the time. But, but to have achieved that, and then we, we felt like, well, it makes perfect sense to try and roll this record out in that way, you know, carry on the sort of, like you say, the fire that we had going there and, and sort of keep it burning. And, um, and yeah, so we went straight into deciding to release the record independently off the back of building a warehouse, which it really gave us a strong sense of unity there and, and the fact that 
you know, we're going to keep rolling sort of in a strong way. So yeah, it was, it was a bit of all of those things coming into it that, that sort of want, made us want to achieve so much with the record. Awesome. And as well with the building of the warehouse and kind of having everything, all that power and over everything across the board for the band, kind of back into you guys' hands. Did that did that really kind of impact the music in a positive way as well? And that you had full control again over everything from, you know, the art to the aesthetic to the tunes themselves. Was that a really, really good feeling? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's no secret for, for sort of the YC Sleeps fan base. They know that we've always been sort of completely in control of our own uh, our own art, if you like. And, and we've always been a very sort of punk rock sort of outfit, if you like, even even from when we first ever set out. We've always done all our artwork in-house and sort of done, done everything sort of very DIY. So it was never a case of of sort of that the labels or managements or anything like that had any control. It was just a case of it felt like we'd always had, like I say, this DIY punk rock ethic going through the band. So it just turned into a, making perfect sense for us to try and release it in that way, and um, and yeah, it does. It really does give you a sense of like, sort of you've achieved something a bit more because you've done it without sort of the aid of sort of a major label or whatever, and you've really taken it back to the people and and sort of they were in charge of how our band continued really, and having this campaign roll alongside of us writing and after building a warehouse sort of studio space, like I said, it all it all really gave it such a strong feeling um, while we were working through the record and just knowing that our fan base had our back, if you like, and wanted us to really smash it really gave us that sense of let's do something slightly different here. Like in terms of our, our style as well, like we really played around with sounds and, and really tried to create something very different than, than what we'd previously uh, worked on before. Amazing, yeah, because right from the start of the process as well, I mean, I remember, you know, following, reading you guys' tweets on Twitter and everything, it really felt there was a very tangible fan back in there. So was that very much the case yeah. and it kind of felt like the fans were really rooting that this album was going to be, like you say, was going to completely smash it? Yeah, yeah, it just, like I said, it just felt like really stick it to the man, you know, like it felt like the perfect time for us to be trying to produce a record in that way. Um and yeah, it just it just really gave us the, the sense of like let's let's get on this and make it a really special record. And I think even when the record had, had finally dropped and sort of people were getting hold of it and saying, oh, you know, a lot of people were saying like, I think this is your best work yet and stuff like that. And it it really spurred us on to continue after dropping a few singles and people were still waiting to hear the rest of the record. And then even carrying it from that when the when the when music was actually finally out there and people had heard it, even our live shows then still had that same buzz around it, still had that same like, really strong unity vibe between us and our fans, our fan base. And just like the whole thing was exciting from, from as soon as we sort of decided we were going to release it like that. So yeah, it was just all in all, it just had this really sort of good buzz surrounding the whole record. Amazing, yeah, because the album stuff, like you say, I mean, you know, it, there are so many kind of uh, left field turns for Sleeps on it, and it's a really experimental, eclectic record. Like, were there any nerves yeah. doing all that in, when you were creating it and putting it together in the warehouse, or was it just were there, with the backing of the fans and the kind of like you say the buzz around it? What, what did that kind of counteract the nerves, or were, were there nerves at all? Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think it definitely gave it like it helped calm the nerves that, that people were behind us. You know, I think when any band tries to slightly. Ch- a bit of direction and 
you know, it's it's always a big like, what will people be into this? As much like I said, it's always a for me anyway. I always get a bit sort of like, oh, is this going to go down well? You know, <laughs> like, I, but I'm the sort of person that's like, if we don't sound like my sugar, I'm I'm worried that it's not heavy enough. You know what I mean? So I'm always trying to back that camp if you like. But um, but yeah, so so yeah, it's always a bit of a nerve wracking thing. And obviously with Sean and Matt on this record, they wanted to get more involved with with, with doing a lot more vocals than previously and. And I, I was really open for that, and, and we all sort of just stuck our teeth in it and, and got in there and just sort of experimented a bit. And, and you know, I think the bottom line is that after everything is said and done, it's kind of like we we want to create the music we want to create, and we don't want to be a band that confides ourselves too much to to one genre or anything like that. I think we love the idea of always keeping our fans on their toes as to, as to what to expect from another record, and I think going into another record when this uh, cycle's finally over, I think we've still achieved that. I don't think our fan base or, or people that have heard the band really know what to expect from a new record from us. Like It could go in any direction, really. And I think that just keeps it exciting for everybody involved. Definitely, yeah. Because um, as well, with the when the, the actual pledge reaction to the album went insane as well, and you know, it completely sort of went <laughs> yeah. way above expectation. It was amazing. Like, how did that feel as well? Because obviously, you were still kind of finishing the record at that point. Like, that must have been amazing in the studio to have kind of see that all happening outside of it. Yeah, yeah. It was just like the whole thing was just. It, it sort of felt like it went from strength to strength. Um, through every, every individual part of it, even through originally management, kind of being like. Are you sure you want to do it like this? You know, um, and then just see, like, like you said, just keeps seeing the reactions, and then hitting our main target. We were just all stoked about it, and keeping it going on the internet, and like interacting with our fans about how awesome it was that they were behind us, and yeah, everything just felt like it went from strength to strength. And I think, to be honest with you, I, I don't think we could be prouder of a record. You know, to say that we built a warehouse studio space, we pledged our record we hit the target and then got a top 10. That was kind of the icing on the cake really when, when, you know, we're still a heavy band and I think that's the important thing. We're sort of a UK independent heavy band that made it to a top 10 record, which is unbelievable for us really. So we were stoked. Oh yeah, man, for sure. I mean, and like you were saying just before, I mean, oh, it's amazing. I mean, like, and just what you were saying before about there's that kind of, uh, with the experimentation of the album, um, me and Matt were chatting about this as well, that there's a kind of, there's a real fearlessness happening in heavier music at the moment, like with you guys and Bad Like Architects. And it really feels that like so many things, so many like cool sort of unusual things are being done within it. Um, and do you think that this is, um, this is a real moment for that? I mean, do you think that moments like this can completely change how, you know, the heavier landscape of music is? seen yeah i think I, I just think that people more people have to take notice now because it's getting more popular more popular i also think that people sort of when i was a kid sat on, sat on a school bus you know i was like slip not till i die kind of thing and i used to take a bit of a slap around the bus or whatever so, you know liking heavy music or in our day it was called being a bit of a sweaty um so it's like i think nowadays like people just have they get to see and hear so much more, so much quickly, so much quicker, sorry, than when I was younger, you know, so I, you have to sort of wait for CDs to drop and stuff like that. And now with stuff like that Instagram and, and just different platforms and, and Spotify and stuff, people are hearing so much more music, so much qu- more quickly and so much vaster that I think t- people's general taste, general taste in music is just sort of very wide. 
you know, you get you get lineups now that seem like they almost feel like back in the day they wouldn't have worked because it's such a clash of different styles rolled into sort of metal, if you like. But it just shows that people are opening their minds to it more. And, and, and yeah, I think it's definitely sort of, sort of a sense of like heavy bands can now sort of get even bigger or, or, or at least break into the mainstream radio and stuff like that more than sort of they could back in the day, I feel. Um, but yeah, I just think genres are sort of clashing a bit more and people have just got a more variety within their music taste. I know that our band, um, as an example, we listen to tons of different stuff individually and, and collectively. So I think that all helps our writing and you know helps us be sort of a diverse band. Definitely, yeah, because uh, of course, you know, you and Architects playing Ali Pali next, uh, early next year, and it's nearly sold out already. Yeah. And that's just absolute testament <laughs> to what we're like, you know, what we're talking about. And I mean, so do you think that this could be, you know, kind of the moment now where the, the mainstream door starts to be knocked down again by heavier music? Yeah, I think, you know, everything sort of always goes in waves. So you'll have a wave of like a, spe- a specific genre that gets really popular and then sort of drives for a while, and you get bands that sort of all sound like they sort of grew from that sort of time or whatever. Um, I just feel like with people having more diverse music tastes and people like sort of from radio stations in the UK are like more happy to play this sort of thing on daytime radio. And it's not as sort of crazy as it used to be where, you know, you get a crazy heavy band playing daytime and stuff. So I think, I think every, every, every role has a part to play in this. And I just feel like people, it's not as alien as it used to be. Um, and people are just more open-minded. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say that it does feel like a very positive sort of time for heavy music and the fact that it's getting a lot more airtime and, and, and more popular in general. It's just, it's just great, you know? It's good to see big, diverse lineups at, like, summer festivals and stuff and just sort of across the board. So, yeah, that just feels positive for UK heavy music. Definitely, yeah. Because um, so I mentioned earlier when you uh, you headlined the pit at Reading and Leeds this year, and of course that was um, that you played the Saturday at Reading, and then Sunday was neck deep. And you know you guys are quite uh, uh, different sonically, but you know they both kind of represent different cool kind of crossovers that are happening within more alternative music. And was that, like I say, a testament to kind of how uh, diverse music is becoming and heavier music is becoming, and kind of shows you know that people are interested in so many different kinds of, of music being brought together. Yeah, I mean, it was really special for us to sort of turn around and, and be able to t- say tell, tell tell people we were um, we were headlining the pit stage. Sort of, um, I was just it's quite funny, really. I said it on stage at, the, at this year's Leeds and Reading. I was like, I've broken into that festival. I've worked for the festival. I've like paid to get in, so I've been like a punter at the festival. And then I came back from folk surgery and, and sort of played main stage with like we played. Sorry, not I. But um, yeah, the whole thing's just mental and then to turn around and say one of my favorite bands refused headline the same stage that we were headlining the year after you know it just it just felt great to be able to say that like who headlined last year i refused this year it was sort of neck deep and us and you had architects on the main stage and yeah it just, it just felt great you know like just really positive vibes in general Amazing, and as well the the success of the album as well from the the kind of the the independent standpoint. Do you think that could change people's perceptions on the rules to success as well? In that you don't you know you don't necessarily need to go with a major, you don't need to do a, a certain thing, you know, for people to stand up and take notice of the you know the amazing stuff that you're coming up with. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I would never say that like it's not like we took on a really heavy ton of work when we decided to roll, like roll the album that way, um, and sort of for a little bit of time sort of underestimated how much work it would actually 
take in terms of sort of fulfilling the pledge campaign. You know, like everything, pretty much every little thing was done by us, like even down to sending sending everything out. Obviously, we worked very closely with Pledge Music to make sure everything was done really right. And just having that, the way the way that we did that in general was 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 very difficult. But I think that when you work hard in, in the first place whatever comes back to you after that it, it feels like it's deserved so I think we just felt like all that hard work did pay off when, when the album went down really well and that you know there's no real better feeling than that when when you're talking sort of the, the sort of punk rockers from Yorkshire that sort of have grown up together over the years and used to hang out in a dirty barn you know <laughs> going from that to being like we do have a top 10 record we are headlining the pit stage at Leeds and Reading and we're playing alongside some amazing bands and and in the, in the position of, of bands that we really like and respect uh, that have been there in the past. So, yeah, just like I said, felt great. Good times. Is it a really proud moment? <laughs> is it a really proud moment as well? Because, as you know, looking back, like you say, you know, you had um, a lot of success pretty much, well, not, not from the get-go, but from early on, the North Stands for Nothing, obviously, which is very, very loved, and then this is the six into Brainwash. And it, it's been quite, uh, you know, um, like you say, you, you've had to put a lot of work in across the board in different ways. Do you, are, you, are you happy with how things have turned out now? That Are you pleased that you did put in that work to be able to you know, get where you are now and very much be standing tall as an independent band with so much success? Like, was it all, does it all kind of feel very worth it? And is it very proud? Yeah, definitely. Like, it still shocks me when we walk out onto a, onto a festival or just onto a stage in general. It always shocks me that, that people want to hear me sort of shouting my head <laughs> off. <laughs> it always sort of, it's always a nice, nice feeling when that happens. But I think that, um, that we're very humbled by it, you know, like, and we, we never take it for granted at all. And I think going, like, our career, if you like, going through things like throat surgery and trying to work through that as a band and the fact that we have, like, some of the guys have known each other since year eight at school, you know, and, and so when you look back and you sort of try and explain stuff and, and say, like, yeah, we've, we've been trying to, like, we've had, like, a 13, 14-year apprenticeship trying to get to where we are. <laughs> so it is nice, and, and not everyone does get that opportunity, so we are grateful that people like listening to our band and, and like coming to sort of sing along with us at shows and, and just enjoy watching our band play. So, yeah, we're, we're always humbled by it and we, we never really take it for granted at all. We always like looking back and, we you know, not to make our heads big or anything, but we always go back to sort of videos we put up when we were younger and from, from past tours. And, you know, it's always a really nice feeling when we all sit around on tour and go, bloody hell, this was like seven years ago now. And it's just like, what? It's like, where does the time go? But also none of us would have it any other way you know we've put we've put the work in but the fact that we have the fan base there that, that still wants to hear us play and people keep finding out about us and and, and it's still going like that it's just like unbelievable so yeah never take it for granted it's so cool like so with uh, with, with uh, as well like a lot of younger bands coming up and, I mean you guys are still a very young band yourselves but like with a lot of like new bands coming up like I can hear While She Sleeps in so many bands I mean that must be amazing as well that you know you've already had influence on so many of these bands yeah I mean that's always a difficult one for us you know because it's like I think when you're in a band and you sort of surrounded by the sound that you create and, and, and the people in the band and you're sort of on tour, you kind of we always feel like you're stuck in a bubble, if you like. So it's often hard to look out and be like, oh, yeah, they sound a bit like us or whatever. But, you know, if, if anyone takes a sort of influence or inspiration for, from any of our music, which, you know, I'm sure they do, but that's such a nice feeling to look back. Like, 
it was exactly the same for me when I was a kid, like growing up listening to sort of heavy bands and taking influences from them. So the fact that that happens and and is, is apparent and, and works for people in this day and age, sort of the same as it did exactly for me, is 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 great, you know. And I sort of even now, like I put shows on in my hometown where I grew up. I remember seeing Kasabian play to sort of eighty people with Doncaster Leopard. And I always remember, I always kind of reference that because now they're sort of a massive band. And, and if I had been interested in sort of going to see bands as a kid, I'd have never got to say, like, I saw that happen. So I still put shows on in my hometown and, and you know, try and, so, try and sort of inspire young people to come to the shows and, you know, and experience sort of something different or, or like, influence them to sort of have a go at creating their own band or taking up an instrument you know, and, and I love that fact. Like, I still put shows on and stuff. I think it's great, and, and I always want to continue doing that. Because do you feel there's a really kind of strong scene as well, very much like today in 2017? Like, do you feel that the, uh, the you know, the interest, you know, from fans growing up and getting into music, do you think it's it's in really, really good health? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that ever, that ever stops, you know. I, I do feel like times change and, and uh, genres change and, and sort of, uh, but I think it's just a continual vibe, you know. And I think, um, I think, yeah, the more people that hear different styles of music, the better, really. I think we we get sort of labelled a bit of a, a gateway band <laughs> <laughs> because, like, people sort of hear us and they sort of get along with the melodies and the unity vibe and sort of singing along. Um, like in the same way I did, Comeback Kid. You know, it's got that real feel of sort of it's like a punk rock vibe, and I think they hear that. And it, it does open the doors for them to go and listen to like other bands that are sort of like us and heavier. Um, a lot of people say to us at shows, like, you were the first sort of metal band I got into and now I like this band and this band. And, you know, that's that's never going to stop being special for us. But, yeah, like, the, the fact that the heavy side of things is still very much alive and, and, uh, and so many bands are sort of keeping it alive is just a great thing amazing yeah and, and going into 2018 as well like you mentioned obviously that you you know you want to keep uh, progressing the sound experiment with the sound and i say i spoke to matt he was telling me some pretty crazy things about the uh, the things you guys are getting down for you know forthcoming music i've seen sean's tweets and it's really really exciting like is it very much going to be uh you know uh, the future's unwritten in what you can do with the band's sound in that regard yeah i think sort of accidentally on purpose almost it's like we've we've always kept sort of the genre side of things very much open and we've always wanted to do what we want and i think we never sort of start looking for different ways to sort of to sort of work in different instruments if you like and sort of different vocal styles and and sort of like move different things into place and switch them around um so yeah i think it's very important for us as, as musicians to carry on um, carry on doing that and yeah like like you say Matt says it's, we're always like messing around with like funky instruments and trying new things to bring into sort of our metal sound if you like to sort of change it and be different from a lot of other bands and I think without like sounding like a own artists I don't, I don't think there is another band out there that sounds like While She Sleeps they might have elements um, but I don't think there's another band that sounds like us and I think that's what keeps our fans hopefully coming back you know like i think like i said you don't know what to expect for from the next washi sweets record and, and that, that's sort of exciting for everyone that's involved from from us to all our fans you know 
want to keep that going definitely definitely so going into 2018 and then you know we say whenever we do end up hearing new music it's very much it, it could be completely different to you are we like we we genuinely don't know what to expect <laughs> like we don't yet but um, I can um, guaranteed Sean absolutely loves writing and I've already heard some things that he's sort of playing with in the studio and, and, and I'm sort of writing lyrics already and, and yeah I'm sure it'll be a, another exciting time when people start hearing some new some new bits and pieces from our new record and obviously it's still very early stages um, still feel like we're sort of coming down off, off URE really like that, that cycle's definitely not over for us yet but um but yeah, we are already writing and um, and yeah, hopefully it'll be another exciting time for everyone involved. Amazing. So yeah, just to finish up, like, was that kind of, because you, you know, you guys very much still are on the URW cycle and that's still very much a thing. Like, is it just, again, is it just that buzz? It's just that excitement and that fire in the belly that you've got that you just want to keep writing basically. Yeah. I mean, I've signed it hard to keep up with, with the guys, <laughs> to be honest, because they, they, they love it. Do you know what I mean? They really love writing and Sean's constantly writing riffs and stuff like that. Sometimes I like to have a bit of a rest from writing lyrics because when it comes to sort of the end of an album cycle or whatever, you can, for me anyway, I get I get quite exhausted of trying to pull sort of lyrical content out of my head. I don't find it always very easy to sort of pull lyrics out and write down exactly how I'm feeling. So it, it often takes me a little bit, a little longer than than sort of than than majority to sort of get that down onto paper and sort of turn it into songs, if you like. So I always like a nice sort of a bit of a breather between between uh, <laughs> album cycles just to sort of regroup and sort of collect some more thoughts that are going to go into the next record, you know? So I'm enjoying sort of seeing how this album's gone and getting to grips with that in a live sense. So, um, so yeah, the, the guys have already started writing, writing pieces of music and, uh, and yeah, and it sounds really exciting. So um, I'm going to get on my lyric game pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, man. I cannot wait. Um, yeah, just okay. Just a yeah, final question. Do you hope that, um, that bands take influence in the sense that, you know, you guys very much have taken your sound and honed it and, and crafted all these amazing things from it that don't sound like anything else. Do you hope it kind of gives bands that inspiration that, you know, being unique is essentially the best way to go? Yeah, I definitely kind of glad you asked that. I definitely think like, in this day and age with computers and stuff like that, it's very, very easy to sort of replicate another band's sound nowadays, especially with like, like things like Kemper, you know, you can literally click a button these days and sort of bring up a sound that another, another band plays or, you know, it's very easy to sort of find that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I do kind of hope that, that our fans do think we are different to a lot of bands. I, we definitely feel like we are. And I do hope that sort of pushes them into sort of, you know, just, kind of being themselves, you know, just because a certain genre of music or a certain band or certain style is, is big at that moment doesn't mean that you can easily replicate it and you'd be just as big. So I do hope people continue to to really experiment. And, and I think if you look at sort of a lot of the big UK heavy bands, they do sort of have their, their own sounds and, 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 and that's why they're there. So yeah, I would urge everyone to just experiment, be themselves and, and don't be scared to be a little bit different. Yeah, so that was our chat with Lars from While She Sleeps, the winners of our Real Alternative Rock Sound Award, powered by emp.co.uk. So, so great. As I say, Lars is so honest and he just chats completely from the heart. Absolutely brilliant. So don't forget, head to awards.rocksound.tv right now to order our Rock Sound Awards bundles, 10 limited edition covers featuring all 10 of our Rock Sound Awards, powered by emp.co.uk winners. Absolutely amazing stuff. So much going on over there. And check back here tomorrow for... 
yet another feature-length chat with another one of our very special winners. The Rock Sound Awards powered by emp.co.uk. So, so good. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.